everyone. So thank you so much for tuning in. I'm wondering, did you know that you can now join Ask the Tarot every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern live on Spotify? That's right, live. But we all know the best part of tarot isn't just listening, it's getting your own cards read. Have a question about your future or your past? Maybe about your love life or your career? I want to hear from you. All you have to do is download the Spotify Live app in your app store or click the link in our episode descriptions to sign up for free. Then follow Ask the Tarot in the Spotify Live app to get notified every time I go live and hear what the tarot has in store. Why miss out on that? Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, you guys. It's time for another, I guess, episode of Ask the Tarot. Thanks for showing up. My name is Michelle T. I am your host and your tarot reader this evening. Um, if this is your first time here on Ask the Tarot, here's how it works. I'm going to read your tarot cards, or I'm definitely going to read some people's tarot cards. If you'd like me to read your tarot cards, you can raise your hand. Um, if you are listening on the Spotify app, all you have to do is just you know, click on join on Spotify live and you can jump in here and you can ask a question also. So um, that's how it works. Oh, there's another way that it works. If you'd like to like write me a little note and send it to me on Instagram, you can do that and I will, you know, pick it at a later date and pick some tarot cards on it. And you can find me on Instagram at Michelle Tease, M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E T-E-A-Z. Be careful. I have a lot of scam uh, pretend Michelle T's over on Instagram and they will try to get you to give them money. I will never try to get you to give me money. So, you know, if somebody ever contacts you saying like, hey, spirit has contacted me, you know, Venmo me $60. That's not me. That's not me. And that's never any reputable uh, tarot reader or intuitive or anything. So don't do it. Okay. Yeah, they're funny, Connor, except if you fall for it and then it's really tragic. Like I've heard from so many people who are um, in the midst of like a real problem, like they're having a crisis and then they get, you know, a message they think is from me saying, hey, spirit is telling me you need a tarot reading. And it feels like kismet, right? It feels like something really major um, and beautiful and they get suckered and it breaks my heart. So Arm yourself with knowledge, you guys. Um, I'm sorry if my voice sounds weird. I'm still on my honeymoon. It is 3.03 in Barcelona. And that's where I am drinking water out of a huge goblet because I guess, you know, homes in Spain only come with like gigantic goblets and not like a normal, you know, water glass. And that's why I love Spain. Hold on. Just trying to like, you know, get a little, get get the voice back here. I was, uh, I was taking a little nap. Um, let's see. I have here something that came into the Instagram and I pulled some cards on it already. So um, 
So let me tell you what I came up with. Here's the question. Um, I am finishing up my PhD in a humanities field in just a few months and have been feeling ready for a career shift outside of academia and into the tech industry. I've already had two interviews with a company that seems like a great fit. And I'm wondering what the tarot says about the prospects of this particular job and of the tech sector in general. Also, could you please pull cards on what it looks like to stay in academia and apply for more traditional teaching jobs? Ah, we have an academic being lured into the tech industry, you guys. So I picked cards first on this job that our querent has um, already gone on on an interview for. You're going to get this job. I mean, you got two aces here. You got the ace of cups and you got the ace of swords. I'm pulling on the um, a deck called the Alchemical Tarot. It's a really beautiful uh, deck that's sort of based on Rider Waite. Um, and it looks, you know, with all these gorgeous imagery from, from uh, alchemy, I guess. Okay. <laughs> the middle card that's really getting me here is the eight of, it's called vessels in this deck instead of cups, right? And, you know, this person is working really diligently. It's this image of a potter who's making all of these like beautiful pots. But, you know, it's not a disc card. It's a, it's a, a cups or a vessels. So what this is telling me is like, you're already really invested in this emotionally. Um, and, you know, you're going to get it. So that seems like a happy story for you as far as this job goes. But I must say, um, as far as the tech industry in general, it doesn't look that good for you. The middle card that you have is the nine of discs or nine of coins. And in this deck, it's a really beautiful uh, picture. It's, you know, it's literally a money tree. <laughs> I mean, I love it. The, the money tree, uh, why would anybody go to work at the tech industry, you know, if not for the money tree? But on either side, you have death and the three of swords. So that's a little iffy. Like it's to me, it's saying like with the death card, it's like, oh, this could really transform you or like change, change you in some way. Um, you know, change, change what you're, I don't know, like we're, you're orient, like almost like the way that you're oriented towards life a little bit in a way that I don't think you're ultimately going to love, even though you are going to love that money. Um, here's the cards that you got for looking for a, a job in academia. You also got two, um, aces. So that means for this whole, you know, larger reading, you got every ace in the deck, which is like really wild. Um, it's showing me that you, you really are at the beginning of like a new, a new phase. And it's like, which direction will you go in? Um, so, you know, for, for sticking with academia, you got the ace of discs and, oh, I'm sorry. It's not the ace. It's the king. It's the king of, you haven't gotten every, every, um, ace in the deck. Please, please forgive your like, your tarot reader who um, is reading for you from Europe at three in the morning. It's the King of Vessels. And in this deck, they look really similar. It's really a quite beautiful card. It's a whale with this gorgeous goblet, much like the one I'm drinking my water from, on its back. But what I'm really concerned with or excited about is you have the world card right in the middle. And you know I love the world or the universe as it is in the top deck. Um, to me, when that card comes up, it's destiny. It's the biggest yes. It's like all is as it should be. All decisions led you here and, you know, the payoff is beautiful. So I think you need to stick in academia. I mean, if you want to grab this little, you know, job in the money tree um, sector, I think this job, since you're so invested in it, I think will probably be nice for you. But it looks like in general, the, this is where you need to be back in academia. It's just sort of what your calling is. So sorry that you're, I mean, sorry for all of us whose calling is not in the money tree, <laughs> but is in something, I don't know a little bit different that, that doesn't doesn't have that level of payment, right? Okay, I'm putting these back and I'm going to see who in the room 
is around for some cards to be pulled. Um, again, if you're joining, you know, for the first time and you like this and you want to hear more of it, um, check out the feed for Your Magic um, here on Spotify. Your Magic is my podcast. You might like it. Feed also um, back episodes of Ask the Tarot that are really fun to listen to. Okay, what do we got here? Whoa. Okay. Gosh, you guys, there's so many of you. I love you all. I want to read all of your cards. Um, Bita. Hey, let me see. Do I have your your name proper? Bita. Hi, how are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Um, how can the tarot help you this evening? Oh my God. Um, a little context. Uh, I am currently in an area of my life of spiritual growth, personal growth, health stuff, relationship stuff, school stuff, career stuff, everything going on. So uh, travel as well. So if I could just get something general for what's coming up in spring and summer, ideally, because I'm very stressed about it, that would be great. Uh, Let me look at what the vibes are then spring and summer. So we'll do spring vibes first. Um, Yeah, it looks like every every little like uh, aspect of your life seems like it's on fire right now. In a good way. Three cards for the spring. And then I'm going to do a little shuffle for the summertime. Okay. Oh, you have friends here sending me love in the chat. That's adorable. Okay. I love this chat. I like live for this chat. My favorite thing. Okay. So, ooh, spring looks really good. You might have to fight a little bit. You might want to fight a little bit. Actually, is more like it. Um, But in a, like, in a, the payoff is lovely. So for the springtime... Uh, I'm picking with the top deck. You have the 10 of discs, which is wealth. So we love that. I mean, that's like, you know, as far as like things, you know, on the material front coming through, like you're going to be hugely taken care of, things coming through, like roads opened, all of that. And then you have the three of wands, which is called virtue in the top deck. And I love this card so much. To me, it's a mini universe card because you know, the wands are like your will. And this is a thelemic tarot. So will is really huge. And in this, it's like, yes, you're, all of your will, all of your energy is in the perfect, perfect, you know, direction to make your life happen for you. So it's super beautiful. And then in the middle, you have the princess of swords and she's just like a little shit starter. But I actually don't mind her here with these two beautiful, um, positive cards. I feel like you're just going to be out there sort of like kicking butt for what you want. And it looks, I'm getting a really playful vibe from her um, and not like a destructive vibe from her. And now... In the summertime, you also have really great cards. Um, you have two court cards, so some more court cards. You have the Prince of Wands, and you know he is super Leo. Fun times. I mean, my God, he's like a summertime god to get. You know, for a summer pull, he's he's playful, romantic, sexy, um, creative, like loving life. And then there's the Knight of Wands um, after him. And he's super impulsive and just going for it. Um, and then the next card you have is the Two of Cups, Love. Um, I don't know if you are you know, in a relationship, looking for a relationship. I mean, the summertime looks like a really hot time for you for, for love, though. <laughs> so if you want to like, you know, especially for something that happens maybe unexpectedly, but is super, super fun. Does that make sense? Yeah, I've got two people going on right now in love. So well, by the yeah, summer, three or four, because this looks like very explosive and like very, very sweet. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, my gosh. Have, well, good luck to you with all of your uh, spring and summer, you know, travels and, and good times. Thank you. Thank you very much. I really enjoyed the podcast. By the way, I found it like last week. So 
Oh, brand new. Oh, good. You have a lot to dig into then. I hope you keep enjoying it. Yes, I will. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh my God. That was adorable. I love, love giving good news. Just like, yeah, everything's awesome. Uh, enjoy your life. So, oh my gosh. One of the things I did here in Barcelona, you guys, is we found that there's this place called Museo del Tarot. And I'm like, oh my God, it's a tarot museum. Like, I'm going to lose my mind. We have to go to this. And okay, here's the tragic part. Tragic part first. It's not a museum. The, they do have one. It's in Madrid, um, where I was and I missed it. But here's the good part. It, it actually was, um, you know, kind of an overall sort of occult store. But instead of having more of like a Wicca, you know how you go into like a, a witchy store and it's usually sort of like Wicca vibes. This is like heavy, heavy, heavy Santeria vibes. And then it had the biggest wall of tarot cards I've ever seen in my life. So I felt like I was in a museum is the takeaway. And I got this wild deck. You guys have to go find it. Go look for it on the internet or something, okay? Because it's it's super cool. It is called, what is it called? It's called the, the Maravilla Tarot. It is Spanish. And it's by this incredible artist named Rosanna Staus. These cards are black and white. And they're huge. They're like the size of my arm. They're really big and they're very challenging to um, shuffle. But I have, I'm determined to um, figure it out because they are absolutely gorgeous. And just these black and white drawings that are so shoved and just crammed with, with really, really cool imagery. I'll put some on Instagram, okay? So you can check it out. So anyway, I used this deck for this next question that came into uh, my Instagram. Um, it's, it is a, it's a question. It's a question that begs more questions. It's one of those, but I did pull for it. So here we go. So I've been in a relationship for a few months now, and it feels like I don't know his intentions anymore. He used to talk about a future and compliment me a lot, but now he barely does. He even chose to go to the same college as me. I know that's bad. And I told him not to, but I can't make decisions for him. He's really hurt me a few times with what he's said and done, but I feel like I can't leave. I really just need to know his intentions and what would happen if I stayed and maybe even what would happen if I left. Okay, I don't know about you guys, but this this little brief question has has a million red flags in it, right? Little Clarence, I want to like take care of you because I feel like, okay, you've only been in this relationship for a few months. Um, we just started college. So this is like a young person. Um, and my guess is like maybe not a ton of experience with relationships. Um, so this is a person who came on kind of strong, it sounds like, and maybe now isn't. I think it's interesting that the querent is like, he chose to go to the, to the same college as me. I know that's bad. Um, so I'm like, hmm, like, okay. I mean, it's not necessarily bad if you guys are like all lovey-dovey and like each other, but why did you tell him not to go to the same college as you? Why don't you want that? Um, and then he did it anyway because of you. That's cre maybe creepy, right? He's hurt me a few times with what he said and done, but I feel like I can't leave. I mean, there's the, the reddest of red flags. Of course you can leave. Oh my gosh, Querent, I don't need to pick tarot cards to, for, to tell you that of course you can leave. Anyone can always leave, right? We, we all can always leave and it's fine. Oh my gosh, I just here in Barcelona watched The Bad Vegan like documentary on Netflix. And it's like chilling. What's chilling is how this woman just felt like the whole time, like she couldn't leave, even though nothing was stopping her. So I'm just like, man, that is like a real thing that happens to people. And that just seems like the scariest thing ever. So you just got to know that you can leave. And it doesn't matter what his intentions are. Like, 
in this whole little thing, I want to know. Well, I mean, of course it does matter. But what I'm saying is, what are your intentions? Like, do you even like him? I can't really get a feel. It doesn't feel like you do necessarily. Um, lots of red flags popping up in the chat. So, okay, I, I did pick the cards, um, even though I'm like, you just need to get away from this person because it, it doesn't seem like you like him. And maybe you just need to be by yourself for a minute and figure out like what you do like, you know, who you are. Etc., which is like BT Dub's super like normal thing to do when you're younger, right? Like relationships can be really confusing when you don't even fully know who you are or who you are is changing, etc. Anyway, for staying with this person, the very first card that came up in this deck is La Templanza, which is um, temperance. It's a beautiful card. It's a beautiful sentiment. It's about like chilling out, right? Like just. And I'm feeling the intensity from this of like needing to know his intentions and comparing how he is this month to how he was a couple months ago. If you are going to stay in this, you know, relationship and, and see what happens, you need to chill out a little bit and just like let whatever happens, happens, you know, figure out if you like this person or not. Okay. The very next card, uh, Che de Bastos, please excuse my hideous Spanish accent. Okay. Um, but it's, you know, it's three of batons, three of wands, which just came up a moment ago, right? Um, this is a good card. It seems like, you know, it's about you getting back into your sense of self. Like, well, what do you want? Who are you? It's, you know, three of batons is is the sun in Aries. So it's about having a really strong sense of self, okay? And then the last card here is uh, Quattro de Bastos, the five of, of wands. And um, that's not good, right? That's strife. So... It doesn't look like this turns out very well. It looks like, you know, if you are going to stay with this person, the only way to do it is to sort of try to chill out a little bit, take a breath and really, you know, while you're in it, get a sense of what you want. And maybe that's what this, you know, card is. Maybe it's about you being like, oh, you know, I actually don't want this or, you know, seeing something, you know, in the relationship that you're like, no, I don't like it. And knowing that you can leave. Now, did I pick three cards on you just up and leaving? Yes, I did. And listen. They're very intense, okay? Um, okay, the first card that came up is El Diablo, the devil, okay? The second card that came up is La Torre, the tower. And then the third is La Estrella, the star. So there's like a worst case scenario and a best case scenario for a poll like this talking about leaving a relationship. I'm like nervous because like, is this person El Diablo? Does leaving, you know, uh, trigger the tower, which is like a lot of chaos and a lot of um, just like bad vibes to put it, you know, very, it is a heavy drawing, Jasmine. It's a very heavy drawing. Um, you know, what is really excellent is the very last card um, is the star, which is gorgeous. And, you know, in the tarot comes right after the tower card. So I want you to make sure, you know, if, I think you should be away from this person because even though those are big, heavy cards, um, the payoff from them is really major. I just feel like you're looking at um, a situation. I mean, you're seeing the devil for the devil. That does trigger the tower. It should trigger the tower. You're like, oh God, you know, this is not what I want. I got I to get out of this. Um, and that can bring about, I mean, there's a very big chance. I always think about how somebody right in this chat pointed out to me, like the tower can be transformation. So, you know, the tower can be transformation. And I feel like this parent needs some transformation. Like she's sort of stuck or sort of languishing in this shitty, I don't even know if it's a relationship. It's only been, you know, a couple, you know, a few months, it's only a few months old. It, it doesn't seem 
cute at all. Um, so I feel like you've got to get out of it and whatever happens as a result of that, you've got to remember the star is on the other side. And that is about hopefulness, um, revitalization. Um, it's a beautiful card. It's, you know, it's a sort of reward for the hard work of the tower. So, you know, please make sure that you are sticking close to your people in your life, your friends. If you ever feel unsafe, please reach out to people and and, and let them know that. Um, go to like safe people, find safe spaces. Um, you know, I don't know if anybody wants in, in this, um, I'm going to look in the chat because the chat is filled with wisdom. They like the star at the end. Yes, we all love the star at the end. That's why I say you got to break up with this person. And it might just be that you're learning about like, oh, damn, there are people like this in the world and I don't want to date them, you know? And maybe I have a tendency to kind of be more too passive in a relationship, et cetera, et cetera. Learn about yourself, um, but break up with this person. Okay, jeez, yikes. Okay, I'm moving on. I'm going to pick somebody in the room um, and see what is going on here. Um, oh my gosh, Jasmine, you're up, Jasmine. <laughs> Hey, Michelle. How's it going? It's good. I'm a little hoarse, as you can hear. But other than that, fantastic. Um, How are you? I'm good. Uh, My question for today is something I'm kind of embarrassed to ask because I'm normally not this typical type of person, but I kind of have like a romance love question. So you're so funny. What do you mean typical? Everybody <laughs> likes plants. <laughs> I, I, I guess I've been so hard strung on. So like context of who I am, I guess I've always been like career and personal driven. Like that's the kind of life I've been leading. Like me, myself and I, like that's my relationship. And so I've been kind of like pining after this guy in my class and I've been telling my friends and whatnot. And so I, I guess it's like, they're, they're kind of annoyed. I feel like of me talking about this guy. So, okay, you keep talking about this person, but you've yet to do anything about it. So I guess my question in like lame terms would be like, is there love for me or like relationship for me? And then like, could it be with this person right now? Like is, is, is love for me right now or should I wait? Okay. Okay. Let's look, like, what does it look like if you kind of keep putting your energy into this particular person? Uh, we'll see, like, what does the tarot say about that? Kind of moving towards him. I love your friends. They're like, just do something about it. <laughs> okay. So these three cards. Um, and then, do, so I'm getting a sense you want to know about like love in general right now beyond this person? True. Okay. So then love in general. Let's see what's going on here. Oh, there's, there's folks in the, everyone in the chat is relating to you so hard. So let's see, what does it look like for you to keep putting energy into this person? Oof, we got the devil again, Jasmine. Now the devil's in your corner. I don't like that. It's this, oh my God, card for this person. On the one hand, on one side of the devil, you have the wealth card. You have the 10 of discs. So that's telling me that like, yes, you can definitely make something happen with this person. But do you want to? On the other side of it is the five of cups, um, which is called disappointment. And it's just about expectations being like too high. So it seems like you can go after him. Um, 
but like you get a really, and you can get him, but it's a little bit of like, be careful of what you wish for. Make sure your expectations, just know what your expectations are. Like be really conscious of them because it seems like he might let you down in some way. Does that make sense? I don't know um, <laughs> if you not at all. I've never, I've never been in a relationship. So I'm just taking everything. Oh my God. That's tender. Okay. Oh my gosh. That is, that's really, really tender. Let's see what love looks like elsewhere for you right now. It looks like Mm -hmm. you are like a little ripe and ready for it for sure. Um, you got some interesting cards for like love in general. The first card and especially, you know, hearing that like you haven't been in in a relationship yet. Thank you for sharing that. Um, It actually does give me a little more info because your first card is the four of wands, which is called completion. It's a Venus card. It's Venus and Aries. So it's sort of like there's something, you know, when you get the completion card, it's like something is over and it's time for something else to begin. It's like you're ready for the next level with the completion card. It's a four things, you know, can stand on four legs. So it's sort of like maybe there's something about you or like the situation of your life where you could handle, you know, experimenting with the relationship right now, like sniffing, sniffing that out, testing those waters. Um, and the next card is the 10 of cups, which in the top deck is called satiety. And it's, it's a funny card, you know, in the, in other tarot decks, the 10 of cups is very celebratory. It's really beautiful. This card is a little itchy. It's a little like, okay, I've, I've figured everything out, but now what? It's time for me to raise the stakes. I'm a little bored. So it's like, it's really interesting. It's like, you are really ready for like the challenge of it, of like learning, you know, what is this world? Who am I in this, in this world? Who am I, you know, What's the romantic me like? Um, the very last card you have is the nine of cups, which is happiness. That's what I want to see for you is the happiness card and not this disappointment card, you know, in the wake of a devil. So, you know, I just don't think this guy is necessarily it. He might be the one who kind of like triggered this whole kind of conversation that you're having with yourself, right? Which is just like, oh, maybe I am ready to like check this out. You know, he might not be the one, he might be the catalyst or like, the person that got the fantasy going, he might not be the one to make the fantasy come true, but you can do that for yourself. It looks like that, that realm of emotions is really open for you and it looks really pretty and cool. Thank you. I, I was thinking the same thing, like on the end note, like uh, it's a guy who like the class will be ending soon and like he lives uh-huh. all the way in Athens and he like commutes to the campus. It didn't feel realistic and hearing the tarot. I, I respect that. Thank you for that. Yeah. You're so welcome. Well, good luck on um, whatever it is. I hope you have like a very romantically exciting like spring and summer coming for you. I know. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Oh my God. I love Jasmine, you guys. I mean, a lot of you listening or regulars know Jasmine is just like keeps the chat alive. So I love her and I love there's love coming for her. Okay. Let's see what we got. This came into my Instagram and it says, I've been working on a major creative project, a feature documentary in the works for eight or nine years, if I'm being honest. There were a lot of fits and starts between side hustles, fundraising, two babies, pandemic, and a major move. Well, I mean, life, you guys. And, you know, to to make a movie, whoa, it's such a huge undertaking. Um, I've had some grant successes and a lot of failures as it goes. I'm finally back on the film full time and I'm writing, editing what I currently have to try and raise the funds, the final funds to finish it. 
I've run into some obstacles, confronting my own fears and anxieties with such a huge undertaking, worrying that I'm bankrupting my family while we eat through savings so I can do this work, a funder with a small contribution, but an aggressive and unrealistic timeline. And recently, the news that the BBC commissioned a project on nearly the same subject matter. Help! Do I just keep my head down and press on for the foreseeable future? Having faith that sticking with the process will bring me what I need the hardest. Yeah, it is hard to really have faith in yourself. But yikes. Okay. Um, let me see what this is. Um, okay. I'm going to pull some cards on like, what does it look like for you just to kind of keep at it? Um, just like you said, keep your head down and press on for the foreseeable future. Don't give up hope. Don't give up faith. What does it look like if you just dare to really believe in yourself and like, you know, trudge forward? Because as we know, being creative people, you've got to be on your on your own team, right? You've got to be fighting for yourself or else, you know, nobody else will fight for you. But then we want to pick cards on this, like aggressive thunder, right? Like what's up with this person? What does it look like if you go with them? That's what I'm asking first. You go with the, you know, aggressive funder that's asking a lot and giving a little, ugh, the worst. What if you just break free of this person and you're like, you know something, you're actually not giving me enough to <laughs> to give me this much stress. You need to like give me more money if you want to rent, you know, this much of a, of a, of a stressful landscape in my brain. Okay. So first of all, with the top deck, what does it look like to press onward as a creative person? Okay. I mean, what else can you do? Am I right? Um, you know, the, the tarot is telling you to do that, but it is also saying that it's a little rough and there's something that needs some change. The very first card you have is the change card. It's the two of discs. You know, the change card is a positive card. It's Jupiter. So, you know, I do see you having success with this moving forward, but it's Jupiter and Capricorn. Something needs to shift a little bit and it might not be comfortable for you to do that. But my guess is you know what it is. You know what needs to happen. Uh, the next card is the Four of Cups and it has a little bit of an interesting sort of, uh, I don't know, uh, chemistry with the Two of Discs because the Four of Cups also is really beautiful. Um, it's, you know, it's suggesting stability. It's a four, but it's on in the, in the Toth deck. It is a little choppy. The water is choppy. So there's a sense that Yes, things are stable right now, but what if, you know, what if the water gets a little more choppy? And isn't that a metaphor for living a creative life? And then your final card is the Queen of Swords. She's amazing. I mean, what a great ally to have. She's a little detached, so she's not very emotionally wrapped up in what's happening. She's able to step back, look at the big picture and say, uh-uh, that needs to go. So I like her since it seems like you do need to make some changes in order to make, you know, your process more sustainable and stable for yourself. Um, I think it's interesting to hear that the BBC, you know, just commissioned something on a similar topic. I mean, to me, that suggests that your topic is pretty hot, right? So um, I would take that as a good thing. Okay, I'm flipping these cards about your funder since that funder, yeah, you got to walk away from the funder. I kind of had a feeling looking at, you know, these cards they're saying like, yes, things are good, but you really need to cut something out. You need to change something. I mean, the the Queen of Swords, she's got someone's head in her hand. You know, she just like literally cut someone's head off. So that's you saying no um, to the funder, I think. Because if you stay with the funder, it's so interesting. Your Your middle card for that is the lovers. And it is such an intimate relationship to like, 
you know, get get involved with somebody who's a funder who is going to be influencing your work, which is like oh, your baby, you know, your primary relationship if you're a creative person. So you have the lover's card. So it's like, yeah, it's time to commit or not commit. Um, on one side, you have the wealth card, which is like, hey, <laughs> that's what you're in it for. You know, they're your funder. But on the other side, you have the death card. So, oof, you know, I don't, I don't really like that. It seems like the stakes are a little too high for, you know, for, for what you're getting. And now for walking away from this funder, it looks hard for sure. It does not look fun to walk away from this funder, but it looks important. Your centerpiece card is the universe. And you guys know how I feel about the universe. It's like very, very big. It's like you are, you know, it's a destiny card. And it seems like it is your destiny to work on this project. You've been working on it. You've got to keep working on it. Um, but you know, this, this person is not really going to help you out. Um, on on one end of the universe card is the Prince of Swords. And on the other side is the Prince of Cups. It's really interesting. These two princes are princes who are having a hard time moving forward. So I'm wondering, <sighs> it's like you have to do this at your pace for sure. But I do think you need to... Um, the, the timeline that the funder is giving you to speed things up, if it, if it doesn't feel comfortable to you and it's not comfortable, it's not right. More than that, though, it, it seems like their um, aggressiveness and their vibe is what the problem is. But here's the deal. You do need to speed this up. You need to figure out how to move it forward on your own terms, um, figure out what's not working and get rid of it. I think it's more than just, you know, that the change cards that you got, um, it's more than just getting rid of the funder. You need to figure out how to commit more boldly and move a little faster and get rid of everything that's holding you back. <laughs> this is like really big reading for you. This is like your destiny project. It's your destiny to complete this film. It's something of a life's work. It's quite important. Um, so I want you to really, really commit to it and figure out how you can... Eight or nine years is a long time to work on something. And it makes sense with, you know, a project as big as a film. Films do take that long. You know, lots of things take that long. Novels take that long. But we want you to pick up the pace. So it's not taking another eight or nine years to finish it. That's what I'm getting from this. Um, and you can do it. And we are all wishing you a ton of luck. Yes, film, filmmaking is hardcore. We're hearing from Jasmine in the chat who is studying film. So she knows. Um, good luck to you. Say goodbye to the, the small potatoes funder who wants to, too much control. Um, okay. I'm going to put these cards back in my deck and see who is around. If you've just joined, you're listening to Ask the Tarot. It's a live tarot reading show. Um, I'm your host, Michelle T. I'm the author of the book, Modern Tarot, and the host of the podcast, Your Magic. Um, if you're listening um, and you want to kind of jump in and ask a question, all you need to do is click join on Spotify Live, and you can do that. And what else did I want to tell you? You can listen to back episodes if you like this. Go check out the Your Magic feed on Spotify. We're spot we are only on Spotify, and you can you know find other episodes of Ask the Tarot there as well. Okay, let's see who do we have here. Om O M M, you are up. How can the Tarot help you this evening? Um, you might be, you are muted. So hi, I'm sorry about that. Hi, how are you? I hope you're enjoying your honeymoon. I, I am you. You're welcome. No problem. I had one question. Um, I recently just had an interview with a job that I previously loved, but, um, I would say that the job itself, uh, I had a lot of things happen to me at the job that caused me to, um, leave the job previously. 
Um, for safety measurements, I decided to go to a different department besides the former employee that I did work with. And I'm not sure if it's safe to go back or if I feel safe going back. Okay. So you, the question sounds like, what does it look like if you go back, um, you know, with, with your thinking specifically of your safety and how it's going to feel and, and if you're going to be um, safe? And then we'll pick cards on what does it look like for you not to go back. Does that sound good? Okay, great. So, yeah. and like way to advocate for yourself on the job. It's so important. So, yeah. So what does it look like if you go back? Is it safe for you to go back? I'm picking three cards on that. And what does it look like for you not to go back to this place? Um, Let's see what that, you know, path looks like for you. Just find a different job. All right. So let me see for going back. Ooh, going back looks actually quite powerful and, and great for you. Um, you know, the very first card that you have is the eight of discs, which in this deck is called prudence. And it is about like, really taking measures, being careful, um, making sure the coast is clear. Basically, it is a cautious card because there's something very precious that needs to be protected, which is you, you know? So, but it looks like maybe you going and, you know, seeking, you know, the help that you were looking for is actually something that made a real difference. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a sun and Virgo card. Um, the next card you have is the chariot. And then the card, and I just want to quickly say the card after that is the high priestess. So this is super powerful. I mean, the chariot is the chariot of war. And so when that comes up, it's like we're willing to fight a little bit. You know, our path is not a smooth path. It's a path that requires us to take a stand, to be a little bit of the warrior. But like our victory is guaranteed. It's a great card. Um, and then right after that is the priestess, which is really a gorgeous card about like knowing yourself, like being in your power, um, having a really strong intuition, like knowing how to uh, maneuver and sort of, um, I, I don't want to say manipulate in like a, in the way that we often use the word, which is like scary and bad. And, you know, nobody wants to be manipulative, but more like being able to see the situation and do what you need to do to kind of protect yourself, um, come out on top in a, just in a good way, not, you know, not, not in a shady way, but this looks really, I love this. I, I see, in this reading, yeah, I see you reflected in this, like what the steps that you've already taken to kind of protect yourself paying off for you. Now, what does it look like though for you to go elsewhere? Eh, I mean, you'll be, you, you'll be fine if you go elsewhere because I get a feeling you're the kind of person that is always going to be fine, which is great, but it looks like not a good path. The first card is um, the five of wands, which is called strife. It's, you know, it's like a it's a, it's a tough card. It's it's stressful. And then the next one is the Eight of Cups, which is called Indolence. And it's about something being neglected and avoided. So it's almost like if you don't go back, it's just not, it's not the right path for you. You end with the Three of Wands, which is virtue, which is so like you, you know, you'll be okay. But it looks like going back looks really strong for you. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. It's just um, very uncomfortable because I went through um, a situation with a coworker being, you know, um, excuse me, getting emotional. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. A coworker being inappropriate. So I just wanted to make sure it was okay to go back. Well, I want to ask you, though, have you seen, I mean, it's one thing to listen to me, a tarot reader, you know, in another country who we've never met. Um, and I believe the tarot has messages for us, but like, I just want to check in. Have you seen, um, you know, have you seen your workplace respond in a way that feels, that looks good to you, that looks encouraging? 
Um, I wasn't protected. Um, we're not protected. They didn't, they didn't really, um, ask me. Um, they assumed I was just leaving because I wanted to. Um, I love working with children. I'm actually a teacher. Um, and I, um, go back to Parks and Recs as a side job, but, um, it just was very uncomfortable for me to be honest with them and, um, be open about what happened. But I really feel, I felt very uncomfortable around coworkers, so I decided upon myself to leave. Okay. Um, so after you expressed, after you talked to people and, t- and were honest about why you left, um, did they respond in a way that, did they respond in a way that you felt like was good or were they just sort of like not responsive? I, um, re- I opened up to my boss a couple months ago, my, my former supervisor, and I um, advised him what had occurred. Um, when I opened up to him, I told him about the coworker and the things that he was uh, trying to do without the camera being around me and the children. Oh. And um, when I explained to him, I wanted him to understand that he believed me because I wanted it to also be an understanding that I told because I wanted, if it occurred with any other woman at work, that I wanted him to understand to believe her, whomever that may be. Yeah. Um, is there a sort of, I, I, I picked another card because this is just feeling really very complicated. Um, and I don't want to, as a person, I don't want to be sending you back into a situation, encouraging you in any way to go back into a situation where you're really not safe. Um, it does look good, but it looks like it's, it's because you fought for it. Um, but did they tell, like, did you get any, res- what was the response from your boss like after you finally told him? He said that he did believe me and that he did miss me being at the job. And um, I informed him that I was maybe not returning. But now that I'm in the process of returning, I decided to go to a different district of that department instead of going to the same district area that that person is in. So you won't be around that coworker anymore? I will not be around that coworker. I've actually thought of doing a situation with speaking privately to the new supervisors and advising them that I cannot be around this person in case. Oh, good. Yes. Okay. is needed for the job. That looks good. That feels really good. And you know, the chariot card, which you got in the middle, the chariot is often comes up when we are moving, like either moving jobs or moving, you know, uh, you know, where we live. So that makes sense. Um, I picked another card for you because I'm like, I need more information because the, the stakes for this feel very, very high, your safety, your mental health. Um, and I got the sun card, which is so beautiful. So I feel like this could be like a new beginning for you where you do feel safe. Um, I mean, you know, I'm sure you're doing everything that you can do and should do, but maybe are you writing everything down and keeping a record? Yes, I've decided to keep a record of everything that occurred last year, last May it occurred. Um, I decided to keep a record of everything that previously occurred at the job just to make sure and Uh if anything does come up again or this person does come around that I do have, um, you know, uh, notes and, you know, a little evidence that the person was being inappropriate. Yeah. And maybe you want to put it in writing to whoever you talk to as well, beyond just a conversation, just like yes. sending this to you to reiterate on our meeting of, you know, such and such date. I did let you know that this person did these things. Thank you for listening to me just so that you have a paper trail, but I'm glad you're not going to be around this person. And I'm sure that is why you're getting such good cards that you get to stay in, you know, the job, the larger job that you love, but you're not around this, this person. Thank goodness. Yes. Thank you so much for listening. I do appreciate the support in the group as well as yours. Oh my God. Everyone is giving you so much love right now. Um, yeah, please, you know, you're an inspiration for sticking up for yourself and taking care of yourself. So sending you all the love. Thank you. And you enjoy your trip. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh man. You know, you guys, I am 
just a tarot reader. <laughs> I really want everyone to stay really, really, really safe and I always do all the real, real world, you know, feet on the ground things that you can do um, to keep yourself safe, you know, you know, keeping, keeping a paper trail when there's something shady going on, you know, having things in writing from the people that you are trying to, you know, hold accountable, all that kind of stuff. Do all that good stuff. Um, um, you're amazing. So thank you um, for, sh- for, you know, trusting me with, with, your, with your problem. Thanks to everybody for trusting me with their problem. It's such an honor. Um, okay, here's another person. Uh, talk about, thank you for trusting with your problem. This is like a really, this is an intense issue here. Okay. A few years ago, through DNA testing, I found out the man who raised me wasn't my bio dad. I have messaged with my uncle a couple times. He, my youngest son, and two great friends are the only people who know. Long story short, around age five, my dad remarried. I was raised by him and the woman I call mom who adopted me. My birth mother committed suicide when I was 13. In addition to curiosity for curiosity's sake, I would also like to learn some of my medical history. My question for the tarot, should I meet my uncle and then my dad and rest of my family? I also found out I have a half-brother around the same age. My mom was only 15 when she had me. Oh, this is such a legacy of like familial, you know, this is intergenerational trauma, you guys. This is very, this is a lot. Um, Of course, all this is terrifying, our querent rights, but also I can't help but wonder. Okay, yeah, for sure. Okay, so let's see. Um... The man who raised me wasn't about. So, what is this question? I've messaged with my uncle a couple times, um, and he knows. Okay, should I meet my uncle and then my dad and the rest of my family? Okay, so what does it look like if you go forward and meet these people who you know are your blood relatives? Um, doing a shuffle. What does that look like? Um, gosh, it looks like it could be. It could be such a incredibly like beautiful thing, I imagine. But it also, I'm sure, you know, it depends on who these people are. Am I right? What does this look like? Oh, goodness. It looks hard. It makes me ask, does your dad want to be found? Okay. Um, because it looks a little bit like, oh, the, the middle card, the centerpiece card here in this three card reading. Um, it's the princess of cups. And I really feel like this is our querent. Open, open-hearted, emotionally thoughtful, um, having a lot to, to offer to the situation, having a lot to bring. Um, like, I just feel like this, this querent's spirit is so just like very thoughtful and open-hearted. And that is really what the princess of cups is. But on either side, the first is the seven of discs, which in this card, in this deck is called failure. And oh, it's, it's, it's rough. And then on the other side, we're getting that four of cups luxury card again, where it's like, things are a little okay, but they're also a little unstable. It's very shaky. Um, I'm wondering if, you know, if the time might not be the best time. I mean, I always say this with tarot. I'm like, when you get a no, it's not no forever. It's really often you know, no for now. So I'm going to see like, cause we asked a lot, you know, should you go and meet this whole family right now? And, and you're getting kind of a tangled answer. So firstly, what would it look like for you um, to meet your uncle? Just start with your uncle since it seems like he's the one you have, um, you know, the most access to right now. Maybe you're already in touch with this person. Oh, this doesn't look good either. 
you know, I'm going to say no right now. And I'm sure you do want to know about your history, your medical history, and have very practical reasons for wanting um, to know, to, you know, to meet, to meet your family, not to mention just, you know, emotional reasons. Um, but it doesn't look like this is the best time. Um, for meeting your uncle, the cards that I pulled were the seven of swords, which is futility, the five of discs, which is wary, and the eight of wands, um, which is swiftness, which is not a bad card. And, you know, again, the luxury card isn't that bad. I'm almost wondering if like, are you really ready right now to do it? Um, you know, is there something, is there a sort of a foundation? Is there something you can do to strengthen your foundation before you walk into this? Um, is there something that you need to do to take care of yourself to make sure you are in tip top before you walk into what's going to be a really overwhelming? How could it be any other way? It's definitely going to be overwhelming. And also, you know, we don't know who these folks are. And so we want you to be, you know, have, you know, be at your best, have both feet on the ground when you kind of walk into this emotionally intense situation. Um, wish you so much luck and please do check back in um, when something changes. Um, we can pull cards again for it. I would wait until something sort of develops or you take um, some kind of other uh, action that could affect the situation and we can pull again. Um, but good luck to you. All right, you guys, we've got 10 more minutes and I'm going back to bed. <laughs> I'm flying back to Los Angeles tomorrow. I've been in Spain for two weeks. It's been so outrageous. Um, it's like Easter week here, which is a really big, big deal. And we went and like, you know, we're peeked in on this like wild ancient Catholic procession that happened uh, in town with people carrying these huge crosses and a huge like kind of parade float of like the Virgin Mary. It was wild. And you know, you guys know I have issues with the Catholic church. I'm queer and you know, I'm pro-choice, but there was something about the the sort of mysticism and the, the myth of it all that was very striking to me where I was like, oh, this is a guy you know, this is a story of a man who was like persecuted for kind of being great, right? And then this is a story of a, of a mother who lost her son. And I was like, oh, I have so much compassion for those aspects of that story. So it was, it was wild. And then I snapped out of it. <laughs> and here I am back being a witch again. Anyway, let's see who we have. You guys, I wish I could read for all of you. It just breaks my heart that I can't. Um, okay, Alo, you are up. And how can the tarot help you tonight? You're muted, so see if you can unmute yourself. And sometimes that's a little hard. You might have to refresh your app. Um, I'll give another, you another minute to see if that happens. And then I'm going to have to move on, but I'll check back and to try to find you again. But see if you can um, refresh your page. No, not working. Okay, sometimes it's a little glitchy. Um, I will come back for you again if I can. And right now I'm going to move on to 80. 80, you're on... And you are muted also, so see if you can... Hello. Hello, how's it going? Oh, man. Um, it's been... It's, it's been a lot going on. So um, I did, like you said, I don't know if you remember, I kept putting myself out there. So I did meet another guy. And um, he was a, you know, a normal guy, but just really, really sweet. Definitely, I think, like, the type of, like, affection I have been wanting... And we had a lot in common, um, definitely similar vibes. But uh, there was a couple red flags. And um, one of them was he had been to my house and, you know, met some of my family members. And most of the time we hang out, we're not 
you know, at our house. You know, I've never been to where he stays. He says he has a roommate and um, he does work six days a week. He's a welder. But still, like, even with the phone calls, it was like, uh, it was hard for him to give me phone calls. But then he could stay the night with me all weekend and, you know, just kind of do whatever he wants with me. But I just thought that was weird. So when I asked for a phone call, it just seems like a very simple thing. And I just wasn't understanding, like, and and I couldn't ignore it. So I kind of just broke things off with him, even though we're still in communication. Uh-huh. My question is, like, should I open myself up to him or should I kind of just, um, you know, take my losses and move on? Okay, let's see. Okay, let's see. What does it look like if you remain open to him, um, you know, give him the benefit of the doubt? Um, how long have you been seeing him for? Um, a little over a month now. Okay. And we were seeing each other every weekend. and um, Okay, and we had a good time together. But what does it look like for you if you move on? Um, because, you know, whatever you're getting, you know, you're getting a sense. Your intuition's telling you something. What if you just listen to that and move on? See what that card say for that. Um, okay. So for continuing to go towards him, it looks good, but it does look a little cloudy. Let me compare to moving away from him. Um, you know something? I... I'm getting a sense here um, that, okay, so let me just tell you what cards you got. So for for continuing to kind of be open to him, the first thing that you got is the three of um, cups. It's called abundance and it's very loving. It is really sweet. Um, It's, you know, it's uh, mercury and cancer, which is about, you know, communicating sweetness towards each other. It's a great card for a relationship. It's very romantic. Then you got the two of wands, which is Mars in Aries, it's dominion. And so it's sort of like, it's, it's like, and then the final one you get is the queen of cups and the queen of cups is just like, she doesn't know what's going on. So I'm wondering if like, there's something about the situation that is like a little over, it's such a new I mean, a month is not very much time, right? So it's, it's, you're still getting to know each other. And it looks like yeah. you're going back and forth with that Dominion card being like, I want it to be like this. Like the Dominion card is very like Mark Aries. And it's like, this is what it looks like. This is what it's supposed mm-hmm. to look like. I want to make it look like this. And then the Queen of Cups is just sort of like, oh, I don't know. Like, is this just like, what's going on? Um, I'm wondering if you just sort of took a step back and just tried to enjoy each other. Um if that would make a little bit of a difference and uh, kind of take a little bit of the pressure off of it because moving away from him doesn't look, it's, it's really funny. It's like to move on from him, you get the 10 of cups, which is sort of like, it's not very inspiring. You get the princess of swords, which sometimes she's great, but a lot of times she's just overreacting. And then you got the eight of, of wands, which is uh swiftness. And it's just sort of like the vibe that I'm getting from this is that like, you're coming to a conclusion about him and about the relationship before the relationship has even become anything. Does that make sense? You know, like, yeah, no, absolutely. And my mom kind of said that she's like, we can have a, we have a tendency of just kind of, we'll make something small, like really big. But to me, when something like that, like if I'm, if I'm asking you something in the beginning, I'm like a three minute phone call. I know you work 12 hours a day. Um, but if you can't give me that, then what's going to happen when it's like something that actually means something to me. Yeah. And 
his response initially was that, you know, I'm kind of just doing what I normally do. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to let you resume like your normal schedule then, you know, because obviously, you know, when you're dealing with someone, you're supposed to make sacrifices. So like once I put it in those type of words, he, you know, apologized for it. But uh, I just thought that was just a bad sign for me um, that you can't make that time available. But I get what you're saying. And I'm going to try that since we're still in communication. I mean, since you're still in communication, right? Like, I guess what I would say is like, keep communicating, try to be a little bit open to um, seeing things in his side of it also a little bit like it might not be um, Lana's like, cut him loose. I know, Lana, that's what I want to say too. But I'm just saying right. you know, what the cards are saying, um, not what I'm... I mean, I, I feel you. I mean, I think it's amazing and totally commendable that you're like, no, I have standards and you're not meeting my standards, so I'm going to move on. I mean, I think that's super important, but this almost looks a little bit like, do you need to um, like allow him to have his way a little bit also? Like, do you, is there a way for you guys to meet in the middle? It doesn't... I don't get a sense that he's shady. He just might not be in... He he just might not be maybe as like sentimental or like attuned as you are. Like he just might be a little bit maybe dopey about it, if that makes sense. But not shady necessarily. Um, Just like kind of caught up in his way. Um, And you're like, no, we're going to do things a little bit of my way too. And I think that's really good um, for you to do that. But I just think I can see with the Queen of Cups and then I just picked the Moon card that um, there's an aspect of this... um, that feels like you just, you don't understand it. And in that, and, and when you don't understand it, it makes you feel like anxious or suspicious. Yeah. yeah. So that's, that's hard. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's definitely hard. Um, yeah. And you'll have to figure out like, can you trust this person or not? You know, um, for your own peace of mind, you know, if you feel yeah. like he's truly untrustworthy, don't go, don't go with, you know, then don't stay with him. But I'm not getting that sense exactly. It just seems like he just doesn't, see the world exactly like you do yeah gotcha okay all right well thank you so much michelle i appreciate it i'll check in again next time to you okay thank you oh you guys okay let me see what's going on here oh my god it's 359 um we uh, lana needs to take her own advice who doesn't lana we all need to take it's like you know it's so it's so easy to see someone else's situation um and it's very hard when it's your own. Okay, I'm going to pull one more person from the room and then I'm going to bed. Christina, you are up. How can the tarot help you this evening? Oh, hi. I like don't even know how to use this yet. I'm like still getting familiar with the app. <laughs> oh, great. Well, thanks for giving it a try. Um, how can the tarot help you? Do you have a question for it? For me? Um, I guess like anything, maybe like career-wise or like love. Do you have a specific question or do you want to just know like what do those, like what does it look like coming up for you in those two areas? Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> Vita was Thank like, you. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm so excited for this. I can't believe I got like chosen. <laughs> oh, I'm really glad that you did. Um, there's a little message for you in the chat that you sound so sweet. Welcome. And you do. You have this like, little angel voice. Oh my God. Okay. So I'm going to see what's up for you in career. And, you know, I'm looking... Through the spring, into the summer, and like into the beginning of fall. That's how I would see the timeline for this. Um, And now for romance, let me see if there's anything. Well, there's always something. Let's see what it is. What's the vibe in the romance sector? 
Okay. So, oh my goodness. Okay. Okay. All right. So career actually looks really interesting. Are you starting something new or going back to school or something? I am. Um, so I actually just moved um, to a whole different state. Um, and I'm like, finally, I feel like I'm finally following like my passion when I'm truly passionate about. Um, yeah. You've got the high I really are. just got like a background acting position. So nothing like so serious, but like working my way up. <laughs> yeah. Keep doing it. It looks so good. You have the priestess. So you're absolutely on your path. Um, and you know, you're, you're taking the right steps. You're, you can trust your intuition. There's a certain flow of things that are working for you. Your next card is the Hierophant, which is like, I wouldn't be surprised. Like, I know you're saying like you're working your way up and it's kind of backgroundy right now. I wouldn't be surprised if you do like move up in a way that feels a little bit significant um, with the Hierophant card. It's really a great card. It's Taurus. It's like about establishing yourself. Um, it's really beautiful. I do want to say your final card that you have here is the five of wands, which is strife. That's annoying. Here's the deal though. When, when a card from the minor arcana like this, even, even a little bitchy one like the strife card, when it comes on the heels of these two magnificent, beautiful, powerful cards from the major arcana, like the priestess and the hierophant, it feels like it's like a, a fly buzzing in your ear or something. So it does look like, it looks like there's something annoying for sure. There is, there's something frustrating. That's what I would say. I mean, the stri- the five of wands is very frustrating. Wands is, you know, our energy, um, you know, where we want to put our will to make our life happen. And when the stripe card comes up, we, we're a little bit blocked. So there's going to be, it's like, even though you're getting, you are moving and you're in the right place and you're doing the right smart things, there's still a little bit of frustration that's there, but it's not going to be the dominant theme here. And um, you're going to be able to work with that. Romance looks really interesting. It looks like it's starting. I love that. <laughs> I love it too. It, it's, it's Thank you. You're welcome. Um, romance looks a little bit interesting. It looks like it's, I don't know. <laughs> um, you have a, you have a court card. Um, and so it's funny in a romance question, court cards, when they pop up, you're like, is this an actual person popping up in your life? Or is it your energy. And I hate to be like, you're either going to have a lot of activity or no activity, but it kind of like looks like that in a funny way. You have the first card that comes up is the interference card, the eight of swords. So something is like getting in the way with you having romance. I don't know if it's because you're dating a lot. I mean, I'm sorry, working a lot. I don't know if it's because um, there's some there's something going on. Maybe Maybe deep down, you don't really want a relationship right now. So you're sort of blocking it, but there's something that's interfering with your um, romance sector with that card. Um, however, the next card then is the Emperor, which is another major, you're getting these great major arcana cards that are a lot about like personal empowerment and feeling really strong. I mean, the Emperor, um, do you date masculine people and men? Is that your dating pool? Yes. <laughs> it, could be, it could definitely be like some guy pops up and gets all your attention, right? Um, for sure. And then, you know, then right after that is the Knight of Discs. And so... It's it's wild though, because the Knight of Discs is like, so this could be again that a particular person. And if it is a particular person, he's he's sort of um, I don't know, like you are probably like the bolt of energy in the relationship, and he is like it's maybe an opposites attract kind of thing. He is more like grounded and like less prone to flights of fancy, but maybe you guys really appreciate that about each other. Um, so in the case of it being a person, I would say it's it's that kind of a person, and it looks like you know, it could come out of nowhere. Like you think you don't want a relationship 
um, or that you don't have room for it. And suddenly it's happening and you're making room for it. Um, I can, that's the vibe I'm getting from this. I mean, the night of disc, with the night of discs, he's the only knight whose horse is not moving. So there is a chance that it gets a little bit like, uh, it stops growing. Like it could be that's what the message is. But that's not the, you know, intuitively, that's not what I'm picking up from this. I'm seeing that, you know, even though there might be something about you and your life where maybe you don't really feel like you want romance or you're kind of like ambivalent about it, somebody pops up that really shakes that up for you. Does that make sense? I love that. And I felt like that couldn't be like any more true. <laughs> well, good. Well, definitely, you know, call back. And let us know if it happens so that I can feel like, you know, a magical psychic person. <laughs> but whatever, whatever happens. You are. I feel like everything you've said is like so on point. <laughs> oh, I'm really glad. Um, well, you know, whatever whatever goes down, enjoy it. It looks like you have so much really beautiful stuff to enjoy, especially in the career sector. So, and definitely, you know, just stay present for it. Uh-huh. Thank you so much, Michelle. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. Okay, you guys. It's 4.06. I'm getting up at six o'clock <laughs> and packing up and going to the airport. It has been so wild to um, hang out with you guys and read for you at this wild, you know, time while in Europe, while on my honeymoon. But it's it's back to real life. It's back to reality tomorrow. Um, I will be here next Thursday and every Thursday after that. Six o'clock if you're on the West Coast, nine o'clock if you're on the East Coast, three a.m. if you're in Europe. Um, you know, again. Send me uh, your questions over on Instagram and please tell all your friends. I will never, ever contact you for a tarot reading. If somebody does that, they are a scam. Please report them and take care. Have a good night. Hi, friends. Remember to catch Ask the Tarot live right here on Spotify every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern. You can join me for a journey through the cycles of life, love, aspiration, all in real time. Want me to do a reading for you? Just download the Spotify Live app for free today. It's available in the App Store and you can join me every week I go live. You'll be able to meet really unique people, chat with other listeners, and even ask questions of your own. Remember, you can always listen to Ask the Tarot live on Spotify every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern. Want to be part of the conversation? Download the Spotify Live app for free today and make sure to follow the Ask the Tarot show page to be notified every time we go live. 